Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Sugar Bushes? Welcome to another episode of Snacks Packs. I apologize for <clears throat> us not being here last week. We had Goose had to go do some things. Um, some personal stuff, but we're back, and we're starting off our new season with um, True Cinema Crime Club. Is that what we were calling it? Yes. Okay. And uh, it's basically... It's a sequel to our it's last It's a sequel season. to our last True Crime Cinema Club, where instead of Wait. movies that are based off crimes, it's crimes that were inspired by movies yeah true is, cinema crime club. true cinema crime club which is super sick um quite a lot to do actually yeah this is a lot of content um, yeah I people watch, love movies yeah i watched you ever the, see a movie when you're a kid and you just like see those memes they have now about like downloading your personality from the coolest yeah oh yeah 100 percent. yeah, yeah some of these people did that and then killed human yeah beings. took it yeah <laughs> killed real life people <laughs> Uh, so the first movies one, are rad. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Love the first one we're covering is a uh, taxi driver with Robert De Niro. So don't say what the crime was; just tell them what the movie was, and then and then my part will be the revealing what the crime was. I don't even know what the crime was oh, that okay. someone committed. Sweet. I'm just going to tell them all about the movie. Sweet. So if you haven't seen this, uh, spoiler alert for this 30 year old movie. Um, Isn't it even older? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, it's older. Like it's made in like 70. 72. Yeah, yeah 76. 76, yeah. yeah, okay. So it's a 48 year old um, movie. So it's got Robert De Niro in it. He is a taxi driver in New York City following the Vietnam War. Um, his name is Travis Bickle. And he's like, like kind of a fucking weird guy. He's just like weird, like, you know. Just a little socially awkward. That's all right. Um, That's all right. That's okay. That's absolutely all right. Um, And, you know, just weird dude all around, and he's going to this taxi cab company, and he's like, yeah, I just want to be a driver. I want to work the night shift, this, that, and the other. And so he starts working late nights in New York City. Um, Real shithole that place was in the 70s. Um, And, you know. It seemed like it, yeah. Yeah, it seemed bad. It seemed real bad. Um, and he's driving around and he's seeing all this fucking, it's like typical, like white dude wants to save the world. Like I see all the scum in the streets. Yeah. Shut up. Nerd. Like he's like talking about like, Oh, I see all this scum happening. And it's like, he's like, it, like at one point he's like, the world has hurt me. And it's like, bro, nothing, ha- like you're fine. Like you're, nothing is wrong with you. Like <laughs> no one's hurt you. You drive a taxi. You're going to see some shit. And, um, so he is driving around. Well, he was a veteran, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I guess yeah, he's seen some shit, but also he's like seen some shit. You're in New York City, dog. What are you? What are you expecting and, here? And he want, didn't he want to do the night shift because he couldn't sleep, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he's and just progressively through the movie, he looks more like shit than before. Like his eyes are all red, and like he just looks like he hasn't slept in days, which. I get it. Understandable. Um, I, I never <laughs> I like, sleep, dude. You're like, mm. yeah. <laughs> I totally understand that. Um, so he is a uh, taxi driver in New York City. He starts like, you know, he sees this girl. He's super into her. Um, super into her. Her name is Betsy. 
and she works for a she works on the political campaign for what is he a congressman? Yeah, um, a congressman, presidential candidate. Presidential candidate. He is a senator though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, and Betsy's played by uh, who is Betsy played by? Jodie Foster. Jodie? No, 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 no. Oh she, no, 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 that's, no, that's Iris. Yeah, Iris yeah, is played by right, Jodie Foster. Right. Uh, Betsy is played by Sybil Shepherd. Um. Yeah, Sybil. Sybil, isn't it? Sybil Shepherd. Was she in? I don't know. I have no clue. Yeah. Please don't rub your asshole Warrior, on my lay laptop. Down. You fucking savage! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, lay your ass down. Uh, yeah, Sybil Shepherd. I actually haven't seen hardly any of these movies, so never uh, mind. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't. Uh, uh, I don't uh, know who that is either. But, anyways, so he, she's a, uh, she's a. Fucking helps on the campaign for this congressman yeah, an and aide or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so Travis starts taking a real interest in her. By that, I mean he sits outside of her place of business in his taxi and just stares at her. Classic, yeah, classic. That's a big seventies move. move. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna uh, fucking stalk big, this shit out of you until uh, you go on a date Ryan with Gosling me. and drive yeah. energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the senator's name is Charles Palantine. So um, after a while. Travis is like, all right, I'm going to go talk to her. So he goes in and talks to her. He's like, hey, what's up? Uh, I don't ever sleep. I am uh, work the night shifts as a taxi driver, and I am very socially awkward. What she's people like, today would call autistic, and yeah. I would like to go on a date with you. And uh, she's, she's like, like oh. she's like, incredible. Hey, incredible. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. And so they're, they're you know, they're, they start seeing each other. They go to, like, dinner or breakfast or something like that, and, like, things are kind of going well. And he's like, yo, you know, she's like, oh, you remind me of this song. And he's like, I don't listen to music much, which is fucking wild to me because I'm listening to music 24-7. Unreal. Yeah, he's like, I don't listen to music that much, which is like, you're just alone with your thoughts, dude. What's wrong with you? Nah. A, that yeah. freaks me out. Psychopath, Dude, bro. My, I have to go on a drive to Illinois with my dad for like six hours, and he would uh, deadass do that whole drive in total No, silence. that sounds awful. And that I'm like, nah. Awful. I'm going to play music. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> god-awful. I, I don't care. But uh, he's like, nah, I'm not too pretty music. So their next date, he buys her a record, uh, and they're going to go see a movie. <laughs> and they're going to see a movie, and uh, he takes her, because in the beginning of the movie, he goes into this dirty movie theater and is just watching it, because that's what people used to do back just, in the day, I guess. That's how you saw titties. Yeah, I guess you so. You went and watched them with strangers. Yeah. You just and looked right at them. So uh, he takes her to a, another pornographic movie and she's like whoa this is a dirty movie and he's like nah tons of couples go and watch these movies and his defense there is a couple in there when they go in there but it's like immediately it's on a first date yeah first first second date whatever they go in there and immediately there's an orgy happening and she's just like oh i'm good thanks (laughs) (laughs) see you later it's not normally like this yeah he's like it's not that it's chill out chill out it's not that big a deal and she's like no fuck you i'll see you later and so that kills the vibe. Uh, she doesn't want to see him anymore, which understandable, you know. I get that. Sure. Yeah. Come respectable. On, he came on strong. Yeah. Very he strong. Came on strong. Yeah. Very strong. And so um, after that, he just kind of like, oh, that sucks. But he kind of like becomes obsessed with Charles Palantine. Like he gets in it. Like Charles Palantine ends up in his cab at one point, and he's like, yeah, blah 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 blah, talking to him. 
And uh, so he buys a bunch of guns, as anyone does when they've been scorned. Absolutely. Um, first and, step. Yeah, first step. Buys like three or four guns on a cab driver's salary. Not in this economy. Not in this I mean, economy but anymore. But also in the 70s, a lot of those guns were made out of like pot metal and had yeah. like a one intense chance of exploding. That's so, true. You know, they were cheap. They were pretty cheap. That's fair. Yeah, he buys like a forty-four Magnum and like a few other little guns, little little, little guy guns. Fun fact: in our last episode, uh, he talked about the Son of Sam. Son of Sam used a forty-four special Charlie oh, really? Arms Bulldog revolver. Yeah, really. Yeah, five shot. It's, I actually got to shoot one once. They are not as cool as forty-four. Oh, okay, it's that's just, fair. It's just a slightly less yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he buys all these guns, and then he gets real obsessed with like cleaning up the scum of the streets. He's gonna. He's like sick Batman. Of, yeah, like Batman. Like he's cool like, Batman. Yeah, he's man. like, I'm sick of this town, and I'm sick of everything that's going on in uh, here. It's like you're gonna single handedly clean up New York City New in the seventies. City. Fucking <laughs> the CIA is pumping crack into the inner cities. <laughs> Fuck no, you're not, dude. Um, that is true. The CIA did. did the CIA the 80s, did do though. that. What was it in the eighties? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Still it's, fuck the CIA. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. fuck the they CIA. Fuck the that. ATF. Fuck the CIA. Fuck the FBI. All you the know, all the boys. alphabet ones in general. Just fuck NSA. Yeah, IRS. ATF. Yeah, ATF, fuck them. I don't know. The IRS kind of need. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They they seem fine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. I Stop making EPA me pay so much okay. money. Make billionaires pay their fucking taxes, yeah. and I'll be okay with it. EPA, you can stick around. We like you yeah, a whole lot. I so. fucked EPA. Uh, Thanks, yeah, I'm Richard EPA, I, I'm EPA certified, actually. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yes, sir. I had to get EPA certified in HVAC school. You're certified not a polluter. <laughs> yeah, not a polluter, dude. <laughs> nice. I, can, I can safely... Uh, I can safely release refrigerant into the air for training purposes. You, oh, for training. Okay, yeah. so when it's done, on uh, a sidebar, do you, like, store it, the f- released refrigerant? And when you're, like, doing it in the, on the no, job? No, it's in the air. So you're EPA... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you asking? What do you mean EPA certified so, for? So, to un- to well, release no, 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 refrigerant? No, 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 no. So your EPA, to EPA certified, you can work on, there's three, there's four kinds of EPA certifications of one, two, three, and universal. Universal means you can work on all three systems. System one's being small, small, re- no, 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 small, like, I'm talking like apartment, like little refrigeration oh. units, like wall, wall. units, okay. yeah. Level two is residential. Uh, that's working on just, you know, your the basic units, boiler, yeah. water heater, or I'm not boiler, water heaters, furnaces, AC units. Level three is like your 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 commercial chillers and stuff like that. And universal obviously just means you can work on all of them. So, but I mean. I'm universal, by the way, just to let you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're venting the gas, if you're like replacing it or bleeding it out of a system in the field, are you storing it? Well, Nine times out of ten, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be bleeding it into the oh, air. Really? You would be putting it in a recovery tank, so and then okay. and then you put it. If you say you're doing a leak test, you would put it in a recovery. You would pump it down into a recovery tank. You would pump the line full of uh, inert like nitrogen or something like an inert gas. Test the leak with like a leak meter or whatever, and then see where the leak is. If you have to re- cut the line, rebraze it, patch it up, or you just no leak and you pump the Refrigerant back in, oh. Um, oh, <clears throat> which okay. I mean, they're constantly changing refrigerant. Um, they're constantly changing yeah. refrigerant to, to be more safe. And yeah, like even though like I went to I went to HVAC school like a year or two, like a year or two ago, maybe like two years ago, probably. And the big refrigerant that everyone was using was four ten A, 
And they're already phasing that out to make something more environmentally Honestly, safe. for the best. Refrigerants are absolutely Because there's a the bunch of classifications. Like, one we used to use had nothing but chlorine in it. And it was like, people were just fucking venting that shit into the air. They were like, what? Wasn't that? Yeah, that was CFCs, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, CFCs were bad. Mm-hmm. Really bad. That's why we had a hole in super the ozone. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> super bad. They, and people were just fucking letting that shit let her rip in the air, dude. And our teacher was like, don't... Spray yourself in the eyes, because if you spray yourself in the eyes with refrigerant, he was like, if you spray yourself in the eyes with refrigerant, go ahead and sit down, uh, because there's nothing I can do for you. You're just going to be blind for the rest of your oh. life, and I have to call the paramedics. Oh, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I there was one time we were working outside, and I don't know what happened, but um, this kid, fucking Axel, which I love him to death, he's just, you know, very lost in the sauce at all times. He was playing at Axel at all times was doing something, and someone did something, and it just sprayed refrigerant in his face. And luckily, he, like, turned away quick enough to where it only got the safety side squints of it. Yeah, on. Yeah, dude, yeah, 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 pretty much, dude. And he was good to go. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, you almost got fucking put out of commission for a life, life, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah no shit. Um, but, anyway. Yeah, what, what we were saying, uh, so he's like, I'm going to fucking... I'm going to clean out New York City. I'm going to clean up the scum of the streets, and I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to do it. That's what I'm going to do. I got this. Like, this is what I have to do with my life. And so at one point in the movie, he's sitting out in his taxi, and this young gal gets in, and she's like, hey, just drive. And he, like, looks behind her and just stares at her. And then this, but cool. Yeah, he's he, cool. Yeah, he's like a cool Ryan guy. Gosling. Yeah, he doesn't say. Also, Ryan Gosling's character in Drive definitely autistic. Yeah, have yeah. You, have oh, you yeah. seen that movie, mm-hmm. dude? Yeah, like I remember watching that movie and like knowing its reputation because I watched it kind of late and I was like, he just doesn't seem very good yeah. with anybody. Yeah, and it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's so funny in the mask. Like, you know, I was like. What? Like, it's like people a goofy kid. looking at looking like the society has always looked down on people with autism, even slight autism, and it's like all your cool characters Everybody, are autistic yeah. coded. Like, what do you mean? Like, or or <laughs> bi or gay? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. All the coolest yeah, villains. Yeah. Why all do they the look people, so hot? Why do you think we're all gay and autistic have these I, days? My yeah. makeup on. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, scarred me. Yeah. so hot. <laughs> and exactly, dude. So, um, so, um. This girl gets in his taxi and then she's like, just drive. But he kind of like just looks at he looks at her and this guy comes in and opens the door, pulls her out and kind of like takes her with him. Way to go, then, bud. Yeah. And gives taxi driver or fucking Travis a $20 bill. And it's like, here's for your trouble. See you later. And back but then, basically, much, look up yeah, that's probably a lot of money. Um, and so he uh, he kind of like watches this interaction happen, and throughout the movie he sees this girl throughout where he works, uh, and um, that's a hundred bucks. Really, no shit. Damn. Yeah, a hundred bucks. Just someone yeah. sitting in your cab, you're like, and, ah, and he gives the girl a, like three hundred dollars. How much is that? Oh. Like three or four hundred dollars um, later in the movie. So she can leave. Three hundred dollars um, would be fifteen hundred bucks. No shit. You could get moving on. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. So. Yeah. Um, he like sees this girl throughout, you know, whatever throughout the um, the the timeline of the movie after that interaction, and he kind of just sees her as this girl who wanted to get out of whatever, blah 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 blah. So things aren't going well. Um, he's not getting any sleep. He's becoming more like paranoid and wanting to clean up the streets. So he finds the guy that pulled. The, I didn't he. This is when he made his gun. So he makes ready? yeah he yeah, he yeah. makes this. He starts making these like. 
he has holsters, so he keeps the forty four Magnum under his arm, which looks funny. And then another smaller six shooter under his arm around. I was like, a, wow, it? he has twelve whole yeah, bullets. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was like, why would you want the two mix match guns? It's just so funny to me. Like, you look stupid. Oh, yeah, shit. one's like a hand cannon, and one's like a thirty eight special. Yeah. yeah. And then he makes this contraption that goes on his arm. Where if you ever seen Django, it's like Doctor Schultz. It's badass. Yeah, where dude. it comes out from it's under in your arm. Too. Yeah, it's or like not a, in black. Uh, um, Wild Wild West. Yeah, it's like spring loaded. It comes out from under your arm, and you grab the gun. And I you, saw yeah. a YouTube engineer make one of those with a drawer guide for like the side yeah, of the drawer. Yeah. And and ever since then, I have a couple small guns. I'm like, I could fit that in my. You can do it, man. That'd, That'd be, be pretty badass. sweet. Yeah. So he makes these contraptions for his guns, and like, there's one scene where. He's walking, and you know he's really in this clean up the streets mindset. And he's bought these guns, and that's always a good combination. And so he is in this convenience store, and like the the um, store owner is this Mexican dude, and they're kind of talking to each other when they walk in. He wa- Travis walks to the back. He's grabbing, I think, some eggs or whatever, and he hears the place being robbed. the The guy robbing it is like. Is like, yeah, give me all your money, blah, blah, blah. And Travis, like, looks over and sees this and pull out a gun and, like, points it at the guy and yells at the guy. And the guy turns around and Travis shoots him directly in the face. Oh, and, like, right in the cheek, like, shit. It kills him immediately. Guy goes down and then. Uh, everyone claps. Yeah, everyone claps. <laughs> and then so, so Travis is talking to the store owner. He's like, hey, man, like, I don't have a permit for these, blah, 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 blah. And the store owner's like, hey, this is the fifth fifth robbery this week. Don't worry about it. Give me the gun. I'll take care He's of like, it. It's like, honestly, great. Yeah, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. And then the store owner just starts beating this dead guy with a tire iron. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, just to make it look like a yeah, struggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so. Um, He's like, oh, no, I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> Bullet hole in the face, but I'm going to hit saying, you with a tire iron. When he was saying this is the fifth robbery this week, he meant this is the fifth time someone has been shot in the yeah, face. Yeah, in, his in my so store. He was like, I, yeah. know, he was like I know, I got routine now, <laughs> protocol. But um, so, so. Travis has like this taste for blood now. He's like, oh, I can clean up the streets for sure. Streets are cleaner but, like, than ever. His now. street cleanup. So he's at the he's at a Pal- uh, Senator Palantine rally and he's talking to a Secret Service guy. And he's like, Yeah. And just being real weird about it. He's like, Yeah, I want to be a Secret Service guy. Blah, 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 blah. And like just being very like weird to where the Secret Services guy, guy like go turns to someone who's like, Take his picture. Like, watch yeah, out for yeah. him. And, hey, can I get your yeah, name? Yeah. Travis, uh, Travis gives the guy a fake name and everything and ends up like, uh, Ends up getting away before they get his picture, but his like idea of cleaning up the streets is like he's gonna assassinate this senator, and which is not necessarily cleaning up the streets of New York. Um, so he goes to this 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 rally for the senator. He's got his sha- hair shaved into a mohawk, and uh, um, so before this, because that's cool. Because that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah, that's I can confirm. Yeah. And um, before this, I will say uh, he does find the girl that, that Iris. It, yeah. Iris. Her name is Iris, the one that got in his cab. And he was like, "That's Jodie Foster." That's Jodie Foster. She's fourteen in this movie. Um, so he finds her, and he finds her like um, pimp. Who's she is twelve in this in this movie? She's a twelve year old sex worker. Um, I mean, and, that's just a sex slave. Yeah, 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 100%. A child sex slave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't be a prostitute. And so he... At Wikipedia calls it a child prostitute, and I fucking hate that term. Yes, it's not a real thing. Yeah, yeah, a child prostitute. yeah, yeah. You are, you are a slave. a sex slave. And um, 
he finds her and then she's like, oh, you want a good time? Go talk to that guy, which is this dude, Sport, who's like her, her pimp slash boyfriend, which is fucking I mean, weird. That's kind of how pimps yeah. tend to work. Well, yeah, I but mean, he's yeah. but there's that scene. So anyways, he talks to Sport. Sport's like, oh, nothing cop, like blah, blah, blah. And so they have this like weird, Travis and Sport have this weird interaction. And then Travis goes up into this room with Iris and is like, you know, she's trying to, you know, have sex with him because that's what she's been captive to do for yeah yeah and he's like no 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 he's like you were in my cab you wanted to get out like help let me help you get out blah 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 blah. and she's like i don't have nowhere to go this that and the other they end up having breakfast the next morning and he's like you know you need to get the fuck out of here like this is not a life for you this that and the other genuinely seems like he wants to help her yeah 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 that's that's cleaning cleaning up up the the streets so then there's a super weird scene of like sport and iris and sports like oh you know you know i love you so much and like this that and the other and they're like dancing and like if i was the dude that played that guy i could not do that scene she's like 14 i'd be like i would like my like my stomach would i'd be like can i can i have the police on the scene just watch me yeah everybody knows it's cool i'm just anytime we're not showing her face can i have like a mannequin like walking (laughs) around yeah it's like 40 year old yeah that would be that would be great um so um so uh, uh, so that scene happens, and he's like, I'm going to clean up the streets. I'm going to kill the senator. And he's... Still don't get that jump. <sighs> Me neither. It don't. seems like he's the senator's trying to also clean up the streets. The, was there... I, I haven't seen the movie in a little bit. But, like, the Iris doesn't really have anything to do with that guy, right? No, no, he, no, no. He was just the guy he in just, charge of the first girl that he asked out. It was a, I mean, no, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, the Betsy, Not he was, he, he was, but he, he was just the dude that Betsy worked for. Yeah, yeah. And Betsy was super like about him and was like, he's going to win this, that, and the other. So I in turn, Travis got obsessed with him. Watching this as a movie, I was like, wait, why are you shooting that? That's guy? what, that's yeah. exactly, <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. Why so she, big insult vibes. Yes, yeah. very much big insult vibes. When someone gets turned down and they just go shoot. Other people, yeah, and he's what like, so he's doing? like, I'm gonna assassinate this dude, and takes a bunch of pills, gets all his guns together, and he's at this senator rally, and he's watching it from afar, and the senator gets up, starts walking back to his car, and Travis starts walking up to the senator as all these people are crowding him. Secret Service guy clocks Travis and You're is like, like, oh, it's and fucking see, Travis. Sees he's got his his hand in his jacket, and he's like, get that guy. And another Secret Service guy runs at him, and Travis takes off, and Travis ends up getting away. So he's sitting Dude. in his apartment. He's all amped up now because oh, he yeah. just got chased by a Secret Service guy Badass. for trying to fucking, yeah, trying to kill a senator. Also, dude, being a Secret Service agent, unbelievable job. Oh, incredible. Like, incredible. looking at a crowd of people, and you're like, who's going to yeah. pull the knife Dude, out and yeah. stab someone? And it's like, Unreal. I've always thought about, like, wanting to be, like, I like tattoos and stuff like that too much to be, a, and, like, drugs to be a Secret Service guy. But, Definitely like, that drugs. job would be insane. insane. Just fucking, like, you walking around. All. And you have, like, the most top-of-the-line shit. Like, it's so crazy. You Uzi's see them, in briefcase. Literally, what? you have like a, you have a trench coat on with a fake with fake arm. arms yeah. and like yeah. fake arms that have the arms out in front of you to where if there's like contact, you just throw those off and you got a fucking P90 dude. And you got like a briefcase that's a bulletproof shield that you just open and like put up it's on the you. Sick. Ah, oh, it's fucking insane. It's, <laughs> it's the sick. So I love watching videos about like presidential like oh, protection it's stuff. The shit. I love it so much. We um, used to really not do it. Yeah. <laughs> We used to just, just be like, ah! Here's your drop-top fucking <laughs> sedan, dude, that provides Drive no protection. Drive through in a busy city. We'll look around. We'll yeah. try to, like, look we'll around. keep our eyes out. Yeah. yeah, so he doesn't assassinate this guy. He's like, I gotta do something. I'm already committed. I've got the haircut and the guns. Like, what am <laughs> I, I gonna do? silly. Yeah, so... <laughs> 
he goes and he had sent money to Iris. He sent her like 300 bucks and was like, this is for your trip out of here. When you read this, I'll probably be dead because he was going to assassinate the senator. Well, that didn't happen. So he shows up. He shows up and uh, he goes to the stoop that Sport is on. And he's talking to Sport and he's saying like, oh, like, you know, you're like, how's the pimp business, blah, 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 blah. And Sport's like, do I know you? Get the fuck out of here, dude. And he was like, oh, do you know me? Oh, you know me. And like pulls out a gun and shoots Sport in the stomach. And I was like, how does that feel? I will and say then, that a lot of his lines feel like, and he does practice them even mm-hmm. earlier in the movie. The whole, they, are you talking to me because there's no one off, here because you're talking to me. They yeah. come off rehearsed. Like, yeah. they're not cool. No, 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 he no. seems silly. He's like, it's like, it's. If someone shot me and said that, I'd be like, did you? Practice yeah, that? you definitely practice. <laughs> that's not a line someone thinks of at the top of their head. Like that's something they tell themselves every day. Um, so he shoots Sport in the stomach and uh, walks into the building where there's this other guy who like you give the money to to go into the room with where Iris is, and that guy comes down and Travis shoots that dude in the hand and blows off his fingers. And uh, good old practical effects in this one. Yeah, and uh, um, so. Sport comes back and shoots Travis in the neck, and Travis turns around and shoots him a couple more times, killing him, and then walks over, shoots him, makes sure he's dead. Uh, he's bleeding out of the neck pretty bad, and then he walks up, he starts walking up the stairs, and um, old guy who got his fingers blown off is like kind of like following him, like, oh, I'll kill you, I'll kill you, and it's like, with what, dog? Oh, he has a gun. What are you going to do? <laughs> and you don't have fingers. Yeah, you don't have fingers right now. <laughs> and at the time, there is a very... Which, um, which, uh, uh, I didn't realize this man was a Jewish mobster until I realized he was an important person, but a Jewish mobster. I saw uh, that and I was like, why does it say that? Why is he Jewish? Yeah. Why does he have to be Jewish? Yeah. A little anti-Semitic, it seems to me. It's just a random yeah. detail. So there's a, uh, uh. They're quote, like Jewish mobster. They're like mobster, probably. Yeah, Jewish. probably, <laughs> a, like, probably Jewish. Yeah, well, take it easy, dude. Um, there's a um, so uh, uh, there's this Jewish mobster apparently that's in that's inside the room with Iris, seeing her, uh, you know, for her services because she's a sex slave. Um, and that guy walks out, and Travis pulls out another gun and shoots that the dude New like York three times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, shoots that dude like three times in the face, and like that the, kills him. Yeah, that that immediately kills him. And then old boy with no fingers comes in and is like, "I'm gonna kill you," and he grabs Travis and takes him, and like like they start a tussle into the room where Iris is in, and she's freaking out. Uh, because gangster mobster guy has like fallen back into the room and is dead. Travis pulls a knife that he's taped to his boot. Not a gun. He's Not out. a gun. He's yeah, he's, he's got <laughs> all he's used all of his weapons. So he pulls a knife that's taped to his boot and stabs this guy to death and then Taped. S- taped. Yeah. Not even in the boot, just taped. Yeah. <laughs> and so he sits on the couch and Iris is watching this guy get stabbed to death. She's twelve years old. Not only that is she's lived a, a lot slave. of her life as a sex slave, and now she just watched like two people get murdered in front of her. And one and, of them, and she <clears> knows <throat> that the person that she feels like she loves was also shot in the face. Yeah, too. yeah, um, and yeah, that she was manipulated into loving because she's twelve, and yeah. the dude was like thirty, groomed. Yeah, yeah. and so, um, and this is in the seventies where they don't believe in therapy, and they I don't mean, know what plus, any of that means. People would have sex with fourteen year olds yeah. in the seventies and be David Bowie. Yeah, I was saying, I was literally about, I was literally about to be like oh, David Bowie. <laughs> um, and uh, so that she's never recovering from that. She's never no. from watching two people get 
shot and stabbed it won't to death. be the same. Yeah, it won't be the same uh, because Although, they don't believe know, in therapy in the 70s. That, <laughs> you, 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 the Jonestown Massacre lady went to become a senator. That's you know, true. That's, that's very true. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. I texted you about it and you never responded yeah. because you were asleep oh. this morning. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yesterday was the 25th anniversary of the Heaven's Gate uh, Oh, really? Was yeah. it? No shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's Wonder incredible. I wonder where we get our books, Dude, bro. I know, for I real. my books. Um, so... He's like, uh, Travis gets up and sits on the couch. He's bleeding from the neck. He's been shot in the arm. Um, and police walk in and uh, point their guns at him. And he points his his finger gun at his head and and like fakes like he's shooting himself, which is with yeah, it doesn't kill him if you didn't know. Uh, which is super edgy and cool. Very very. <laughs> edgy and and, and you cool. think he dies, and then there's the movie continues on, and. It's a letter from uh, Iris's parents, and they're like, "Dear Mister Brickle, like, we thank you so much for bringing Iris back to us." Blah 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 blah. You know, if we could if we could afford a trip to New York again and thank you in person, we would, but we can't. And he didn't get prosecuted. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't get prosecuted for that, dude. Not a the great 70s, message. Dude. I was yeah. like, the police should have been upset about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. You killed three people. I get it, but like, like, man walks in and massacres three people. Yeah. They're like, nice. Cool. Good job, buddy. Like, we have such a large caseload, man. We can't, we can't kill check, all the people check, ourselves. Check. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> so um, he makes a full recovery in the hospital, and then he's sitting in, uh, he's sitting in the, um, uh, oh, and this whole time he like writes in a diary, and he's like, he's and he writes in a diary, and it was funny because there was this one scene where he's writing in his diary, and he's like, I just can't take it anymore. The world has been like, you know, how dare like, hey, all you, he's like rehearsing those lines, he's like, hey, all you screwheads, blah 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 blah. It's like, who hurt you, dog? Like, no, no one did anything to you. And so he makes a full recovery. He's hanging out with all his cabbie buddies because he's still a cab driver, and um. He, they're like, hey, Travis, you got a fare. He's like, oh, shit, okay. So he goes to his cab, starts driving. It's Betsy, the girl that he you know, was super into in the beginning. And they kind of like – and she's like – he's like, oh, yeah, I heard pa uh, Palantine got the nomination. And she's like, yep. And he's like, well, I hope he wins, as if he didn't try to shoot him <laughs> earlier in the movie. <laughs> also, she's like, oh, it's the – Porno guy who shot three people. Well, I was really under the glad. I was under the impression that she knew it was his cab, and that's why she got into it. Oh, oh I was I, I, I was under that. But still, I'm that just could saying, not be correct. That, that might think, not be correct. Like, think but. about like she went on a date with a guy. He took to a porn theater. She's like, no, and then yeah. she sees in the newspaper that he shot three people. Yeah, she's like, what? yeah. I'm like, what a turn of what event. A, what I'm a twist. so glad I didn't yeah. go out with yeah. that guy. He or was a or, or she's like, oh, he killed a bunch of like. Criminals, okay, nice. He's cleaning up the streets. I don't know. I, or I was anti-Semitic and glad that a Jewish that, man was that shot. could be true too. It's the seventies, <laughs> dude. Who knows? Could happen. Um, and um, I just, you know what? It's baffling to me, like how bad of like a rap Jewish people. I, I, I never understood it. Like I never. I, it was like one of the first things that I asked when I was in like seventh grade world history. I was like, wait. We were learning about, like, the Black Plague. And yeah, like, yeah, And then they blamed it on the Jews. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Why? Why do they keep doing that? I don't understand. <laughs> I like, 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 you know, among, like, marginalized communities, like, Jewish people have had it pretty fucking terrible over the oh, course yeah. of history. Like, the that's... The worst. That's insane The worst. Me. A big part of it, especially back then, was because uh, during, the like, the Black Plague, there's, there's a couple things leading to it. One is 
Jews were excluded from a lot of professions, tons of professions. Really? Yeah, because they hated Jews, and so they were they became like they ran their own banks and became like independently successful. And then everybody was like, Jews have too much money. Oh, and I was like, yeah. What? You guys made them do that? That, that, and then, that makes and sense. And same thing with uh, diamond cutting. That's how Jews have oh, really? history in diamonds. Yeah. Um and. The other part of it was the uh, – especially, like, more Orthodox Jews and back during the Black Plague, yeah. if you're a Jew, you're Orthodox Jew. Yeah. They had a lot of really good cleansing rituals. They were oh. very clean as people, so they didn't get fucking rat flea bites and oh, get so plague all over like, themselves. So they weren't dude. getting sick as yeah. much, and they're like, you did yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, just bad. Dude, the, 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 classic, the classic white people oh. don't understand why someone's doing better than them, yeah. so we're going to blame you say they're what's wrong this with this me. country. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's the same thing with like 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 racism. It's like you're blaming you're blaming these people for things that are wrong with our country that are not it's not their fault. No. Not their fault. It's no. your ancestors that are the issue. Yeah. Like not theirs. They're like, huh, they don't go to college cuz you don't Yeah, let you don't them. let them they go to college. Money. Yeah. The, the fuck? The the people that are like that are people like institutionalized racism isn't a real thing. Shut After up. we built a country that was founded on racism, <laughs> you think it's not still a thing? We we, we, we put we those criminal- up in the 60s, yeah, bro. and we criminalized drugs, but they're still out here fucking doing their yeah. thing. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Anyways, so... Doesn't the movie... The movie ends with him, like, looking in his mirror, right? So, yeah, so he... he She gets in the cab, and he drives, and they talk about the senator that he tr- almost assassinated, um, which is incredible. Which they basically never yeah, acknowledge again. Yeah, they never again. acknowledge again. <laughs> yeah, like, as if, like... like the el- Secret Service <sighs> is like, wait... Who shot yeah, those pimps? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that guy, dude. Um, <clears throat> they're like, all right, we won't go after him. He, he did us a service. So uh, she gets in the cab. They talk for a second. He pulls up. She gets out, and she's like, and he's writing in his little clipboard. And then she's like, uh, how much? How much was it, Travis? And he just looks at her and smiles and he's like, so long. And then takes off. <clears throat> so cool. Very so cool, cool that he didn't accept her money. Yeah, and then it. He's looking at his mirror, and I think there's a monologue, and the movie ends. Yeah, yeah it, like the because. The movie ends with him, like, looking in the mirror and, like, something <laughs> starts to, like, bother him again. Yeah. And then it does the monologue. So yeah. I think it's implying that he's going go go to go back to blast and kill people again. Yeah. yeah. And, you he know. He does it again and the cops taxi- are like, six person you shot today, buddy. <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> the taxi driver started the genre of movies where if you support the protagonist, you miss the point of the movie. Yeah. The Joker. <laughs> yeah. Drive, uh, Fight Club, Fight Club, yeah, yeah, all of that shit. Where they're like, <clears throat> I mean, also great, all great movies of people highly delusional, yeah, and, and, and completely disconnected, and from people reality. like following them too, yeah. like, yeah. So like, y- y- I don't know if you listen to this and you're like, he seemed like a cool guy in the movie. I want to emphasize that he wasn't. He was. People who think he is usually aren't cool people. He was a hundred percent. Um. He was a hundred percent, kind of like pushing the line of incel. Yeah, he was like, the OG incel for sure. Yeah, like especially going to the you porno addict fucking yeah, for, lunatic. Go, yeah, and, then, you, and ladies come here sometimes. Yeah, and, not all of them. Jesus Christ, saying <laughs> that your anime waifu. You it's a hundred. It's a hundred percent. If you if you support the the protagonist of the movie you've missed the point um he wasn't a good dude if you guys want to learn about <sighs> insoles we covered an episode of them we did yeah what and also it, you cover that one it was insoles i don't remember and something else i don't remember at all me, i'll um, find it or you can and well yeah you i'll find it you can go ahead and um, so this movie was the inspiration for a crime that i will reveal up. shortly 
The person who perpetrated the crime was named John Hinckley Jr. He was born in a bustling Oklahoma town of 25,000 people called Ardmore in 1955. You ever heard of Ardmore? Ardmore, yeah, I've heard of Ardmore. shitty? It's Oklahoma. It's Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) Even the major cities are shitty. uh, Yeah, his dad was the president of an oil company, so he grew up with a wealthy family and eventually moved to Dallas at the age of four. Uh, kind of a bigger deal uh, when he was younger in school. He was like a leader in childhood football and his basketball teams. Eventually became a class president in middle school. But it was around. Oh, it was skinheads beat up incels. That was our incel skin- episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Skinheads. That was, was a great one. The undeserved yeah. reputation of skinheads. Yeah. yeah and the was- totally deserved reputation <laughs> of incels. Yeah. Horrible fucking yeah, monsters. Yeah, terrible. Uh, so he... Yeah, uh, it was in high school that the he started to kind of become a little bit more of a recluse and wasn't succeeding as much socially or uh, academically. He would often spend hours in his, uh, alone in his room learning the guitar, which, you know, whatever. That's cool, That's man. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the haters. Go yeah. learn the guitar. Um, Just don't whip it out of parties. No one likes that. Uh, no one dude, likes that. Uh, as soon as you whip out an oh acoustic guitar at a party, I'm leaving. I remember I had a, one time I was at this uh, hostel, Yeah, and someone was piddling with a guitar right not that great yeah and this one guy's like uh oh you got a guitar could i try that out and he's like i haven't um tried this out in a while and he's like yeah just starts shredding and then he goes and then he starts singing and i was just like no i'm shut up i had a buddy what the fuck one of my best friends in uh el paso used to do that he used to whip out he used to whip out a guitar and and granted what are you a bard shut the fuck up Granted, he did. There was this one song that he played and song that I really liked, but like just anyone, and he was a good singer and like a, one of my best friends, love him to death. But like, just when you like start singing at a party full of people, like and playing guitar, it makes me cringe. Yeah, and maybe because I'm just playing Kickapoo. Yeah, also true. <laughs> maybe because it's been programmed in my brain that that's like a really like cringe, corny, cringy yeah. thing to do. I don't know. Play Freebird. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I, I. Can't stand it. But the fact that that guy was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't I, played I haven't in a while. <laughs> Just fucking <laughs> shreds. Fuck you, bro. Fuck you, dude. You Get out of here. Uh, so the guy's playing guitar, probably not playing it at parties because nobody really hangs out yeah. with him. After graduating from high school, his family moved to Evergreen, Colorado, where the new headquarters of that oil company was. And uh, so he tries his hand at Texas Tech. He goes to college for about six years and nice. eventually uh, drops out. Almost all of our stories about people have school dropouts. Yeah, yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Look, just because you're, you drop out of school shit. Yeah, right? school Every, sucks, Everything about, like, literally start to finish. Uh, public school is a good service, but it's ultimately garbage. Yeah. Uh, so nothing wrong if you drop out, but it does portend a generally harder life ahead. Yes, it does. Yeah. But so it is, it is okay. Stay in high school. It is, stay in high school. And, and don't waste your time on yeah. college. <clears throat> and if you, if you, if you need to drop out of college to do it as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I if, mean, seriously, yeah, if don't you, wait. If you need to drop out of high, at a college and then come back, that's fine too. Yeah. That's perfectly okay. You, you got to take, you got to drop a class, got to take a break. Like your fucking mental health and everything is, is more important, but go back, get your degree Fucking and I, I. This is coming from someone who didn't go to college. So uh, go back. But you didn't your, drop out. But I didn't drop you out. Two schools. I finished two trade schools. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um. So go back, get your degree, and fucking live your life, Shug. Uh. So while he was in his six years uh, at Texas Tech, most of his classmates reported nearly never seeing John with another person. So he basically spent six years alone yeah. in another state <clears> by himself, <throat> which is always really sad. 
College is really hard. Uh, yeah. This contributed to his eventual depression as he had two very successful older siblings his parents expected him to follow in the path of. One of them just had a job at the oil company that their dad was in charge of. So I'm like, successful yeah. my asshole. Yeah. Get out of here, It was dude. fucking yeah. hated to him. Fuck you. I hate that. Successful. Oh, no, your dad. God. Your Shut, dad. It's just fucking, generational yeah. wealth, asshole. <clears throat> yes, it is. So he pulled the classic move of dropping out of school and moving to L.A. to become a songwriter in 1975. Naturally, as they all do. Absolutely classic. As they all do. Uh, there, he wrote to his parents often mentioning his woes, sadness, and as well as his girlfriend lynn collins ah, so, yeah, yeah, okay, right. he wrote okay. of her often and he even bought her some clothes for her to visit him when she was going to come over the first time in college okay um he talked about her a lot and, and he cared about her deeply unfortunately though lynn did not exist oh she wasn't real no okay no well okay oh that's one thing i forgot to mention in the movie um he is writing his parents uh there's like a scene where he's writing his parents in the movie and he's talking about like Oh, happy birthday. I know mom and dad's birthday is this month and -and so-and-so's birthday is this month. I just don't remember the day, so I hope I got it correct. He's like, I'm sorry. I haven't sent you where my address is or where I'm living. I'm doing very important work for the government and doing some top secret stuff, blah, 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 blah. That was a big thing, too, is he told people he worked for the government and, like, that. He told his parents he was doing top secret stuff for the government and, like, you know, it was very dangerous work and this and that. I forgot to mention that. It must have been... Pretty surprised when the news came yeah, out he that shot he shot three. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's what? like what kind of government <laughs> Was that the Yeah, government? are you the ATF? <laughs> <laughs> there were no dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Lynn didn't exist, and it was also at this time that he watched the movie Taxi Driver. 15 times in a single summer. Oh, my God. (laughs) 15 times. 15 times. Jesus. Um, He also pulled the classic move of failing miserably as a songwriter, and he had to return home just a few months later depressed. Uh, Probably didn't help his mental health watching... A story of a loner with depression and PTSD yeah. f- by himself 15 times yeah, in the summer. Yeah, not at all. Uh, he worked as a busboy for a few months. Otherwise, he just kind of lived with his parents. And had money because, you know. In 1979, John bought his own 38 Special Revolver and began target shooting. According to sources close to him, he played Russian Roulette twice in November and December what of that year. What a baller. I guess he won, so yeah. or maybe lost. Yeah, well, yeah. What's you know? the real winner? Yeah, in that game? I don't know. I uh, yeah. I mean, if you're playing rush, first of all, if you're playing Russian roulette by yourself, yeah, you're kind of just killing yourself. Yeah, uh, and if you're doing that, I don't know. I think you probably just not want it to. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Fair. So in 1980, he bought some more guns, and now he has four handguns, four handguns, just like uh, in Taxi Driver, and he bought the now illegal called Devastator bullets. Uh, these are 22 long rifle bullets with lead azide cores and aluminum tips designed to explode upon contact. Basically, the lead like smashes the lead azide smashes into the aluminum as it sparks and it makes like a flash. It's not like a grenade. Yeah, I mean, a 22 green a 22 bullet is like 40 grams. Yeah, which is yeah. like two and a half grams. So, Devastator. Uh, even if it was two and a half grams of pure fucking plutonium, it wouldn't be that big yeah. of an explosion. Um. The more alarmist coverage describes it as, like, a person obliterator, but it's it's not... I mean, it's also... 22, especially back in the 70s, wasn't very consistent, and velocity was all over the place, so sometimes it just wouldn't do shit. Yeah, it just yeah. wouldn't do anything. It was mostly... It's kind of like uh, Dragon's Breath rounds. Like... Those are those are real, but they're stupid. Seen on TV. And don't really I'm do looking anything. at I'm looking at the dev- I like the packaging. That's cool. They were cool, yeah. They cool packaging. In the care of his parents, he was prescribed antidepressants and tranquilizers as his health health ailments grew. 
Okay. So in May 1980, uh, John read a People magazine issue that detailed Jodie Foster, star of Taxi Driver, as enrolling at Yale. Because uh, she would have been t- uh, five, 18 or 19, yeah. Uh, so Hinckley then enrolled in a Yale writing class in an attempt to be closer to the woman from the movie he was obsessed oh my with. God. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. That's You're, super terrifying. Uh, and, like, you know, I, I will say Taxi Driver... Uh, like he wasn't really in love with Iris, right? Like, yeah, it didn't no, portray he, romantic. He, no, he, he. It made it actually like kind of clear that he was not, yeah, in love with her. That yeah. he was just like he he knew that she was a child sex slave and that he wanted to. Uh, and it could have definitely been for his own personal gain of like I'm cleaning up the streets, but like it seemed like he genuinely wanted to get yeah. her out of this because like yeah. he would go, you know, he took her to breakfast and he's like, you know. Um, she like called him a square or something like that, and he was like, "No, you're the fucking square. Like you, you know, you're you, you know, you're selling yourself this, that, and the other. Which it's not her fault, obviously, yeah. but it's the '70s and they don't fucking understand yeah. that. But he's just like, yeah, you know, it, you, I want to help you. Yeah. Here's money to get home to get to your family. You shouldn't. You should be going out. Boys your age. You shouldn't be doing this stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, he so he left letters. Uh, yeah. Well, I was gonna say that reminded me. Another classic example of not understanding the point of that movie. You're not supposed to be obsessed with a child sex yeah. slave in the movie, yeah. asshole. Fucking, yeah. So he left letters and poems in her mailbox and actually spoke to her twice. Oh, my God. Assuring her he was a, he's a safe guy. No, that's yeah. weird. Hey, yeah. I'm a safe yeah. guy. I'm going to follow you around for a while, but I'm a safe dude, all right? <laughs> Would you like my poem? Don't worry, I'll give everybody an ocular pat down you as know, they come to you. Hilariously... <laughs> Uh, the Venn diagram of like safety and people who write poems is yeah. very yeah, narrow. Very overlap. narrow, yeah. Weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the love, as one could expect, was unrequited, and John believed that the only way to get her attention was to do it the way that De Niro does in the movie by assassinating the president. Which he doesn't do. <laughs> he, he doesn't do that. I was like, get her attention. And that wasn't the plot yeah, of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> and do you think that you're going to assassinate the president and Jodie Foster's going to be like, I want that one. I yeah. want him. <laughs> uh, so in the fall of 1980, he stalked Carter, the presidential yeah. uh, candidate, or president at the time. In October, he actually went to uh, one of Carter's appearances, but he brought no firearms. Okay. When he tried to go to Nashville for Carter's next stop, he was arrested at the airport with two handguns in his suitcase. They were confiscated, and he was fined a whopping $63. Really? And they were like, hey, <laughs> hey Excuse cut me. that out. What year was this? Uh, 1980. $1980, $63. Dude, if yeah. you bring a handgun to the fucking... Uh, airport now. You go to jail. Sixty-three in nineteen eighty was the purchasing power of about two hundred and sixteen dollars today. Two hundred and seventeen dollars. Yeah. To be like ah. Yeah. Knock don't it bring off. two handguns yeah. on the plane. Which I'm su- I'm honestly kind of surprised they even were like you know I I would imagine in the eighties they were just like, hey cut it out Buster <laughs> and they give him back his handguns. <laughs> They're like empty it. Yeah. You can't have yeah. bullets on. You the can't plane. have a loaded handgun. <laughs> they got to be separate. Put these in your pocket. I'll put this in your bag. Uh, so he gets fined $63, told to fuck off. He buys two more guns when he visits his sister in another state because there's no penalties yeah. again for yeah. taking guns to the airport. And shortly after, his parents insist that he sees a psychiatrist there in Colorado. Yeah. Probably good. Yeah. 
The psychiatrist thought that John was being stunted emotionally and needed to be cut off financially to have an opportunity to mature. Yeah. Kind of a dick move, to be honest. He's yeah. a little depressed relying on his rich parents. Fuck him, re- leech off of it. I don't know. He's I sad. I mean, that's, that, uh, that, but also, like, I agree. Like, granted, this kid's been coddled his entire... How old is he at this point? Probably in his 20s. 20s, 20s yeah. yeah. So he's been coddled his entire life to where he doesn't know the value of money and, like working and being like an actual productive member of society, which, you know, that those standards are here and there, but yeah, I agree. He should learn how to work, get cut off, but it shouldn't be like that. Cause like, as much as I hate spoiled rich kids, it's like, that's all they know. So like, you got to take yeah. that into account. So like, here's less money, but like, you need to get a yeah. job. Like, like you have till this date or I mean, to get a job. But and like, make also this dude's like unwell. As yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So true, I don't know true, how true. employable he is. Yeah, that's fair. After a few months of not getting a job at, like he had promised his psychiatrist, he flies to Hollywood. Um, he stayed one day and then boards a bus to, to central park hotel in Washington, DC. So he, he flies from Colorado to L.A. and takes a bus to D.C., which is insane. What? I Why, know. What? I, I I guess maybe to not be tracked or <sighs> Throw to him find. Off trail? Maybe he's walking around L.A. Fucking... to be like, where's Jodie Foster? Yeah. Um, and not, where the fuck? That's a long fucking bus drive, dude. dude. The, oh, hold on. I'm going to yeah, look up yeah. from I, L.A. to D.C. I'm going to guess it's like four D.C. days. D.C. bus drive. It's got to be four days. L.A. to D.C. Taking a bus. Um, five maybe, two days and thirteen hours. That's actually better than I thought. Yeah, that's but way you're still better spending sixty hours. Yeah, yeah, on that's a fucking, fucking bus. terrible. I did sixteen hours on a bus once. It was one of the worst days of my life. It was Average bus trip duration, yeah, two days, twenty one hours. So little fluctuation, but that's better than I thought. I thought it was like that's a long fucking yeah. drive. So the he boards his bus to Central Park Hotel in Washington D.C. on March 29, nineteen eighty one. The next day, he wrote a letter to uh, Jodie Foster describing his plan to assassinate the candidate, Ronald Reagan, to impress her with his historical deed. Hist- Again, not the point of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So Foster actually gave these notes to the dean of Yale, who gave them to the police department, who tried to track Hinckley down but failed, probably uh, because of the bus drive yeah, thing, honestly. Yeah. And so on March 30th, Ronald Reagan had a speech at the Washington Hilton. This venue was considered safe due to the installation of the President's Walk, an enclosed passageway built after the assassination of JFK. Because Reagan's speech was only 30 feet from his limo, he was not required to wear a bulletproof vest because the limo is basically a fortress. Yeah. He's in a bulletproof walkway. He just goes there. He goes back. Yeah. After the speech, Reagan exited the walk, uh, exited through the walk to a crowd of admirers. Everyone attending the speech had been screened by the Secret Service, but this crowd behind a rope line was unchecked. It was just people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as the people applauded one of the worst presidents of the last 50 years, I, I wrote that, uh, Reagan stepped in front of Hinckley. Believing that he would never get a better chance, John crouched and fired all six shots of Devastator rounds from a Rome R6-14-22 revolver in 1.7 seconds. The first round struck Press Secretary James Brady above his left eye, Underneath Damn. his brain, exploding on impact and shattering his brain cavity. Holy fuck. This was the only one of the six rounds that exploded. Really? God yeah. damn yeah. it. And um, 
that is also why we had the Brady Handgun Act passed after, so that you cannot uh, sell handguns across state lines. You have to get it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, because I didn't know of that. Him. Yeah. I did not know that. Um, I also use the uh, Brady um, map, gun map of America, to find where states are actually have good gun laws. No if shit. If it has an F on that map, it means the gun laws are sick. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're a super anti gun. Yeah. Because, he, I mean, to be fair, he was shot in the face. Yeah, hey, Jesus Christ. Uh, he uh, the second shot struck a Columbia police officer in the back of the neck, ricocheting off of his spine. Uh, he had a shot. Uh, John Hinckley had a shot on Reagan, but friggin' Alfred Antonucci, a labor official, a union yeah, man, yeah. standing nearby, hits Hinckley in the head and tries to grapple him. Look, I get that you need that presidential clout. Reagan is not going to be on your side, bro. A hundred union official. He was no. the anti yeah, union as fuck. So, meanwhile, um, so this is incredible because, again, he fires all three, six shots in less than two seconds. Or by third shot, the Secret Service is already throwing Reagan in the limo, mm -hmm. literally throwing him. Yeah. And uh, a the third shot flies over. The president's head into a building across the street. If he had been standing, it would have killed him. Yeah. Fuck. So by the time <laughs> Reagan was pushed to the limo, another agent put himself in the line of fire with his arms and legs spread wide and took the fourth round into his lung, uh, diaphragm, and liver. Jesus yeah. Christ. But again, didn't explode. Also, guys, 22, it works. Yeah. It's actually legit. It's, Getting shot would yeah, be devastating. Yeah. It's, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, it's a 22 round. It's like, it's still a fucking it's bullet, a bullet, dude. <laughs> it's so fast. Yeah. The fifth round hit the glass window of the open limo door. It was the sixth and final shot that ricocheted, unexploded, off of the inside armor of the door and struck Reagan under his left arm, grazing a rib and lodging itself in his lung, partially collapsing it, before stopping one inch from his heart. No fucking way, dude. We were so, so close, close to not having Ronald Reagan as a president. <laughs> we were so close. Almost there. It was horrible. Yeah. But... So before, yeah, by then people were beating John Hinckley half to death. So yeah. the agents literally had to fight them yeah. to free him because yeah. they want to get him where he's yeah. promptly arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, whoa, bro, don't stomp his head in. We're going to put him in prison forever. Reagan was rushed to a local hospital and unfortunately saved. He made a joke in the OR before getting operated by removing his mask and saying, I hope you were all Republicans, which is <laughs> hilarious. <Yeah. laughs> and, uh, and, it's like, so as shitty as the president he was, there's another one where he's given a, a speech at a rally and like a balloon pops and he's mid speech, the balloon pops and it sounds like a gunshot. Yeah. He like stops the speech and look around, looks around. He's like, you missed. And then like <laughs> goes back to talking. I was like, that's funny. <laughs> Reagan, uh, I wrote in my notes was actually kind of a G about getting shot. Yeah. I gotta yeah. admit he was, he was pretty cool. Uh, there's actually a lot of really interesting lore that I won't get into about what the federal government did during all of this because there's a lot of complicated things about who's in charge of our nuclear yeah. weapons when the person in charge is under. Uh, I always thought about that too because, like, that. like uh, didn't like didn't like Trump have like a something like that, and I think like Pence was in charge or something like that. Who it's was the Twenty Fifth Amendment is invoked when the president is, is incapacitated, yeah. and it's supposed to be the vice president. So basically, we have continuous in charge, and there's not an opening to do an attack or something like that. Okay. But with Trump, he got an operation that we never figured out what it was. Yeah. But he chose to do it not under anesthesia, so Pence couldn't invoke the 25th Amendment. Really? Yeah. Because no he was shit. that afraid of them, like, cooing him behind yeah. his back. That he's like, I'll just take the L. Which, yeah. you know what? 
That that's was hard. Pretty, that's that's, pretty, that's, that's a pretty hard move. I will hard. say that. I, I don't know what the operation was, I, but damn. I can't imagine it was something so crazy that like. They're like, sir, we have to yeah, take this out of your yeah, body. And he's, he's like, like no, no. They're not fucking no. going behind my back, dude. <laughs> Never. Yeah, that was pretty hard. I will say uh, that. So they're, yeah, interesting thing if you want to read about is like how the government handles its president yeah. being momentarily another. another I, I just really love a lot of things that like. I love oh. reading about how they deal with like stuff like that. Like I can imagine, like the presidential Favorite. limo has like a fucking oh, full dude, service, that, pretty much hospital it, in it. it like it literally to, yeah, does. Yeah. He carries his blood with yeah, him, yeah. which is crazy. Uh, the this hold on this badass picture, one of my favorite pictures. Remember? This dude whipping his Uzi out of a briefcase dude. <laughs> right <laughs> after so the shit sick. pops off. So sick. Dude, I, if I had a, this picture of myself. It would be my profile oh, picture f- at all times, oh, dude. Oh, it's so hard, hard dude. He, like, and that's like, dude, four seconds after all the bullets are fired. Like, t- from pulling the gun out, this guy's got a full Uzi out of a fucking briefcase. So cool. All I had to Google was Reagan Uzi to get that picture. Reagan yeah. Uzi. <laughs> it's badass. Um, so, oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Go back to my notes. Um, Jody Foster was only 18 at the time and was hounded relentlessly. Oh, my God, really? She took a semester off of Yale and kept a bodyguard with her at all times. That's a great idea. Secret Service actually intercepted a second man who had wanted to kill Foster. Uh, and Really? It, yeah. In her entire life, Jodie Foster has commented on John only three times. She will cancel an, in- cancel an interview if she even feels like someone's going to mention it. Okay. She doesn't like to be associated with the event or be remembered for it. That's fair. Uh, something about that That's came from Jodie Foster's mom because she had experience with something like that. But really? I can't remember what it was. Evelyn Allman? Yeah, she she had like advised her on how to handle... The whole yeah, uh, Hinkley yeah. thing. Because, the you know, and she made a good point of, like, I didn't want to be remembered as the person that was the reason Reagan got shot. She Understandable. To be yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, not a lot of people know about it. You know, yeah. every time I see Jodie Foster, I'm like, someone shot the president because of you. Yeah, That's yeah. That's crazy. Um, Hinkley had wanted to take the stand for his defense, but uh, his lawyers managed to convince him what an utterly terrible idea yeah, it was. Yeah, you're going to... Dig that hole deeper, buddy. And he was eventually found not guilty by reason of insanity. Really? 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 John Hinckley, um, the so I've listened to a lot of, like, true crime shit, and to get off on by reason of insanity is incredibly hard. After his it trial, is incredibly hard. he wrote that the shooting was the greatest love offering in the history of the world and did not seem to regret absolutely anything. Oh, my God. To be fair... Don't regret shooting Ronald Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. You shouldn't shoot the press secretary or a random yeah. cop, but yeah. Ronald Reagan? Yeah. Um, a lot of people were really pissed off that he got not guilty, so they have since changed the laws and tests surrounding the burden of proof for insanity, while three states abolished the defense completely. Okay, so that makes sense. He was so like kind of like the last before, one, yeah, the yeah. last big one to get away right with. now, to, That man shot the president. Yeah, to, because right now to get, like, um... To get off by reason of insanity is like, it takes an Impossible. act of God. It takes, like, you just being like, oh, I hear voices, you're still, no. 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 So he was confined full-time in the Washington, D.C. hospital, St. Elizabeth's, for the next 24 years until he was allowed a program to spend time at his mom's. And I will note, so your assassination attempt pre- uh, charges would probably be super serious, 
But a murder charge could go less than 20 years. Yeah. And so, like, an insanity defense means you could be in there forever. Like, it, yeah, often yeah, yeah. insanity, like, people think it's a get-out-of-jail-free card. No, you're... You're still deter interred. Yeah. And you're there forever. Indefinitely. Like, yeah, yeah who yeah. knows? And if you're really actually insane, you're probably not ever going to get out. Yep. Luckily, by, uh, he was eventually allowed a program to spend time at his mom's, and by September of that year, he was allowed to permanently leave the hospital and live with his mother full-time. Really? In 2018, he moved out on his own and is expected to have unconditional release by June of this year. This year? This year. Really? He stays out of the public eye for the most part. Except for the YouTube page he now manages, where he occasionally posts videos of him playing guitar and singing. He also recently released a video saying he is starting his own record label, Emporia Records, where the first album will be a 14-song CD of his own recording. What's his first name again? John Hinckley John Jr. Hinkley. I've got a clip if you're ready for it. Yeah. Let me make sure I'm connected to the board. John Hinckley connects. Jr. There we go. Dude, it connects so fast. I love that It's shit. incredible. Okay. Here we go. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Damn, dude. Is it playing? Oops. Is it? Yeah, no, you're oh, good. do I have this muted? I do. That's why. There we go. Is it? The song is called The Places I Have Been, and it's available on Spotify and iTunes and the other streaming sites. And that makes 26 songs of mine that I have on the streaming site. So check them out when you have a chance. This is one of those 26 songs I'm going to play for you right now. <laughs> Big Bob Dylan vibes. Yeah, what are the comments on that video? Um, the comments are turned off on all of his videos oh, that, because he shot the president. Yeah, that makes sense. That being said, are we going to get this guy on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get I John don't know. Hinkley yeah, Jr.? John Hinckley Jr. on the podcast. Dude, he only has uh, 26,000 subscribers. His views have like 20,000 Yeah, views. which is... Honestly, better than Decent. you. Decent, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, it is. Well, maybe. Why well, didn't shoot the president? So. <laughs> uh, and you didn't meet Jody Foster. Also true. Uh, also very so true. yeah, his look, his YouTube channel, just tons of videos of him playing fucking. Uh, it seems guitar. like he's got a lot of time. So, uh, yep. So, and that is the story of John Inkley Jr. After shooting a man in the eye and the president in the ribs, he is free. That is. Fucking crazy. crazy. Isn't that story just that's as crazy as bananas. the movie? Yeah, that's, Isn't it? That is 100% Just bananas. as crazy. That's so wild. I, like, I don't know. I I don't think you, even back then, you can just get rid of the insanity. Like, you can't just get the insanity. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, he seemed really unwell. Yeah. He seemed sick. And, and, like, imagine what psychiatric treatment was like in the 80s, dude, guys. It, yeah, it really was. Really bad. Back when they didn't believe they in, like, lithium. Yeah, they didn't believe in, and like, quaaludes. PTSD and electroshock therapy and shit yeah. like that. Dude, fuck no. Yeah, I can imagine it was. So, I don't know. <laughs> I... He didn't end up killing anybody. Yeah. Oh, well, he fair, shot that guy in the Brady head. lived. Brady lived. He oh, lived did he really? About uh, yeah, okay. For years. Yeah, okay, he actually cool. died a few years ago. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. I thought he was a, a Gonzies. No. No. Yeah. So he didn't kill anybody. Uh, he tried, though. He yeah. absolutely tried. Um, the um, There is one really cool picture I remembered. The the bullet. Someone had, uh, that cop had a bullet in him that didn't explode. Okay. And they were like, it could explode. And there's this really cool picture of them doing surgery on him wearing, like, flak vac. Flak oh, oh yeah, really? No shit. They, like, but also, 
entirely yeah, too much. Yeah, like, guys, I, I mean, but also... Like, it maybe hurt your fingers. Yeah, you know? it's, it's people who don't really know, like, yeah. a whole lot about guns. Yeah. So they're like, uh, yeah. But no, that's that's crazy. That yeah. is what a, a story. banana story. Dude, absolutely bananas. That's why I wanted to do this season, because I was like, the taxi driver is perfect. Dude, well, that's so perfect. insane, bro. He watched that movie, and he's like, yup. That's they totally misunderstood the yeah. point of the movie. Picked and the wrong person. Picked the to wrong fall in person. Yeah, and, and then, did the wrong thing completely. And, and did he didn't the, shoot any pimps. Yeah, and shoot some it's pimps. like did the thing that didn't happen in the movie. <laughs> like specifically, didn't happen. He like didn't go. Th- he he wasn't able to kill the senator. So no. it's like, why would you? He didn't and, even shoot at the senator and, in the movie. Yeah, he just had his hand in his jacket. And also, like, why would you think that someone would be into that? Like, you, yeah. Jodie Foster, like, wasn't, oh, my God, I got to hit him It was never up. expressed yeah. that she was like, oh, it's Which, so cool that... The, those those timelines never <laughs> cross in the movie. He like Iris had no idea that he did that. Yeah. And so I don't know. I think, and the dude saw the movie fifteen times. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. like, he knows you got the movie it. better than I did. You got it. Um, <laughs> and so it's it's I don't know, man. It, that's fucking insane. Pretty that's, crazy. That is bananas. That is very bananas. That's but our again, inaugural episode to the true cinema crime club. And I but I Tattoo. get I, I get old Hinkley Jr. was very He's sick. Unwell, very I think sick. He is. Yeah. So I and think you know what? I think you need to take that I, in account like, as well. Well, when, when I don't think that prison, in any way at all, is rehabilitatory. Yeah, it doesn't make people better. It usually makes them worse. Yeah, and it seems like John went through proper medical treatment for a long time and mm-hmm. seems to be doing better. And now it seems like all he's doing is just what he wants to do, which is which just is amazing. which is fine. Yeah, fine. which is perfectly, perfectly not too bad. Understandable. Um, probably, I mean. Probably got a fuckload of money from his parents dying and shit too. So, yeah, that's, like, true. that's probably that, oh, the yeah. record label. So he's probably doing okay. I wish him the best because frankly, I hate Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in piss, old man. You fucking um, monster. Do we know what we're gonna do next? Um, the next movie we could. Well, I had the idea for the Heat guy. Did you want to do Heat? Because I love that movie heat. so goddamn uh, much. Hold on, that's the heist movie, which also Robert De Niro. This movie's gonna, this season's gonna be only Robert yeah. De Niro movies that only have real crimes Robert based De Niro off of movies. Him. Heat, 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 heat. I don't think I've seen with this Val one. Kilmer, dude. It is the single greatest shootout movie ever made. Is it really? I don't I, think you I've know seen this movie. What high honor that is for me to say? Yeah, I don't need to say. About I don't think movie. I've seen this movie at all. It is. It's better than Black Hawk Down. Is it's it better than Saving Private Ryan? Oh, but I gotta look up the crime for this one, so yeah. I won't. Well, you gotta watch to... the movie. Okay. Yeah, we both watched the movie anyway. Um, yeah. All right, I will. Uh, we'll do Heat. Yeah, we'll do Heat. Yes. All right, so that's what we're covering next week. Some good old Heat. So uh, be sure to check it out. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and download. And download. Uh, we will see you follow guys. Follow the Insta. Yeah, which follow is the Insta Snacks Packs Podcast. podcast. Yep. yep. Um, I share it on my Instagram story as well, so be on the lookout for it. Um, so we will see you guys then. Be safe, be kind to others, be kind to yourself. We love you so much. And send us any ideas you have for this season if you haven't. Yeah, if you want to add some ideas, check out, send us something in the email. We've gotten a few that we still need to read. Oh, yeah. Uh, we need to we'll read. open next episode. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of forgot about the email for a minute because nobody was emailing us. So And we were looking at the wrong one. Yeah, we were also <laughs> looking at the wrong email. So we will see you guys then. Have a good one. Love you so much. Bye-bye.